0: Hi again, everybody. I'm Bob Marone for Westchester Talk Radio. And once again, we are with High Tower Westchester here in Harrison, New York, of course, part of Westchester County. That's where they are. And we're produced today by Shark Creative, made possible by Entergy <laughs> Indian Point Energy Center, uh, Bob Marone. Uh, and today we're going to focus on creating a cohesive business and personal financial plan. And with us once again it is always a pleasure is Roman Chosik. He's the managing director and partner at High Tower Westchester. Now from our previous podcasts we know you and your team have a broad client base and one of the focal areas is working with business owners. Can you provide some context as to the things you're currently seeing? And welcome, hey, Roman.
1: Thank you. Nice to see you again. So it's it's our practice really focuses on three types of uh, clientele. We work with high net worth families. We also do some work with foundations and endowments. And the third part is about business owners. And I'll tell you, I mean, I think in any and every industry, the one key term here is pivoting. Um, as a business owner ourselves, what we've realized is that uh, we have two extremes here. There are certain business owners that are thriving in this sort of environment where there are other ones that are let's just say sort of hanging on to a lifeline unfortunately. So it's it's a very polarizing business set but I think the one key here that we're trying to emphasize is the importance of making sure that the personal plan that people have is really in sync with their overall business plan because that needs to be cohesive.
0: That That makes a lot of sense but can you expand a bit more on how you directly work with these owners?
1: Sure. So, so you know what we do, we've created a a, a pretty much a turnkey process. I want to call it a holistic uh, business management uh, process. Where, what we have done really is helped a business owner, starting from phase one, being creating a business, to ultimately, let's just say, selling the business. Right. So we take the business owner through an entire business cycle. And what we really try to do is help them in the overall process. Once they establish a business, we help them formulate the documents, the legal work. We don't do it ourselves, but these are things that we consult, we farm out to people that we may know. And then as the business evolves, we help them in certain areas, such as creating a retirement plan, buy-sell agreements, life insurance. And as the business matures, the last phase of it is, is we really try to uh, incorporate some form of an exit strategy to help them walk them through the process, um, and and that's kind of the value proposition that we, we we kind of provide. But but ultimately, it's tying it back into understanding their overall personal plan and and bringing it all into their full overall business plan.
0: Before I get into specifics, or we get into specifics of financial planning, let us let us in on some of the challenges that most business owners face.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, look, I think the reality is, is again, as speaking from business owner lens point of view, is um, it's it's difficult to create a business, right? As we all know, and and many of us get really entrenched in the business, and it becomes sort of our lifestyle to a certain degree. But again, it's kind of planning out that entire roadmap as we sort of take this business to the next phase. And you know, when we consult with business owners, the one key theme that we always emphasize to them is start with the end in mind. What is it that you're trying to really achieve here? Is it that you want a business to be run in perpetuity by somebody like a family member? You're looking to sell it. You're looking to merge with somebody else. Um, And and the unfortunate reality, as we all know it, is, is that majority of the businesses tend to fail. So the one sort of piece that we inform our clients is to make sure that don't, create so much net worth into the business where all of a sudden 70 or 80% of your overall financial assets are tied to the business? Because that in and of itself, as we all know, is is ground for failure.
0: Uh, It definitely is. Um, One of the concerns, not concerns, but one of the things I heard you say that really resonated with me, a lot of people start these businesses, Roman, and they don't think about the end stage, what they're going to do with it. You, you, you lit a bunch of light bulbs off for many viewers and listeners with that one. Can you say a little more about that?
1: Yeah. You know, you know it's, as, as when a business owner walks into our office, it's, they have it's clearly a challenge or a concern. And, and one of the things that we try to emphasize to them is, look, you know, you have to sort of mitigate that tail end risk of your overall financial plan, right? When you're looking at your personal side of things, try to really visualize the whole concept and idea of the ultimate end game. And and don't tie all of your assets within this whole overall picture. Because if 70 to 80% of your assets are tied in it, you're creating a significant amount of risk in there. So it it really starts with a conversation and making sure we're ultimately swimming into the direction as to where they need to be.
0: Now, these are delicate discussions. Many business owners feel that they deeply understand their own business and they feel comfortable having much invested in it. Um, How do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, and and, and it kind of goes back into, into the, the planning part of it is making sure that plan is updated, written out. Um, and you know the, the one thing where we try to emphasize to our clients, and particularly in times like this, as the as the overall environment has changed, is re-look at your business, reevaluate Make sure you get a fair value as to what you think the business is really worth from a factual standpoint as opposed to what you think it is currently the valuation. And that plays into many different facets, right? Because it looks into um, if, if you're if you're going to sell it and if all of a sudden you think the business is worth 15 million, but you come out of the business and you you're getting 10 million and now your cash flow was at one point six to seven hundred dollars six to seven hundred thousand dollars per year. And now all of a sudden you get this business valuation where the business is worth 10 million, you sell it The probability of you getting that amount of money is highly unlikely as far as the cash flow per year. So what we try to really have is a candid discussion and say, look, you either keep working at the business or you sell it for a deep discounted value and reduce your lifestyle. Um, And these are tough discussions to have because having a real value of a business will then ultimately translate into your personal business. And then it will eventually come into your personal business, personal plan. And it'll help you formulate as far as a strategy to make sure the exit is a viable one.
0: Well, you mentioned, I know, uh, in some of your notes, estate planning, et cetera. First and foremost, their needs, it seems to be clear, uh, personal and business goals, they need to be written down. Explain that.
1: Yeah. you know, And many of us sort of kind of do it in ad hoc sort of a scenario where we kind of go uh, you know, behind we write certain notes down and we don't really check that you want to have some form of barometer or or baseline to base your business on um you know if you go into a into a club or whatever it is into your country club and all of a sudden somebody tells you that your business is worth x you want to make sure you have some viable goals and therefore if you're planning to exit in five to six years you want to make sure you're going to exit at the valuation that you want and having a written goal will ultimately help you sort of dictate the outcome there.
0: Do you advise people on just how much of their net worth to put into a business? That seems to me to be a huge issue.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a moving target, right? I mean, we have clients that come in where they have majority of their net worth, whereas others, they're looking for strategies to mitigate some of that risk. What do we do? Do we create some form of an ESOP or some form of a plan where the employees become engaged and involved, take some ownership, Do they look for another partnership or they look to sell a portion of their overall business? So we try to have that discussion because, you know, just going back to my initial point, many businesses fail. And then when you have this inability to um, have a comfortable retirement, if you will, and if you bet everything on your business, it becomes an issue. And, you know, the one thing as business owners and we all feel that our business is probably the best redeployment of capital The ability that, you know what, we control our capital, so I'm comfortable with taking a lot more risk. So at the end, you know, we try to really minimize it from about 60, 70% to about 35%, depending on what life cycle the business is in.
0: Well, talking about life cycles, what if you're looking at your business and there really is not a good firm valuation? How do you advise people? I'm going to ask a follow up question to that, and it involved the business I was in. I did not have. Uh, the kind of advice that y'all provide. And I probably should have gotten out of that business much sooner. Again, the valuation that is unclear or perhaps not there, number one. And number two, maybe it's time to go. um, And it must be difficult emotionally. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, your business is kind of your baby to a certain point. And Every situation is different. I mean, the one thing that we, we emphasize to our clients is you need to start the process early before. It's not a matter of a light switch goes on and next thing you know, you're six months pre-sale and you want to sell, you know, you want to say, hey, you know what, let's sell the business. There are a lot of things that go on emotionally with it, right? Your identity is tied to a lot of this stuff. You, you don't really have the other, the other sort of avenue as far as once the business is sold, what you're going to do with your life. And to us, it's kind of the qualitative piece of it is, is, is as if not more important as the other parts of it, because the clients need to understand that your identity is tied to your business. But what is it that after that you're going to do? Are you going to hang out with your kids, your grandkids? Are you going to start a charity? Um, and, and what what does tend to occur is, is a lot of the sellers, and this happens majority of the times, is there's some form of remorse or seller's remorse behind it. And then they get reengaged back in a different business. And now they're trying to start another business. So to answer your question about is there an early time to exit, it's all based upon, we tell our clients, once you have a personal plan and you have a business plan and you understand the valuation of your business's worth, it will help you determine or clarify if you can retire or not with the cash flow or income that you may need. Because that's what drives a lot of these these decisions, is a matter of people wanting to leave based upon their financial circumstances.
0: Um, we're talking with uh, Roman Chosek. He's the managing director and partner at Hightower Westchester. And we're talking about creating a cohesive business and personal financial plan. And, and that's the, the early takeaway, uh, I think, for, for those of us listening and talking with you, Roman, is the balance between personal uh, and the business financial plan. Uh, how about Families. And when children do take over a business, how does that work out?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that that's that's part of sort of the delicate balance, depending on um, what you what you envision with your business. If the intent is to sell the business, um, it, it it may be pretty clean cut, and you sell the business, and then you perhaps consult for a year or two, and then the business is completely out of of sort of your your overall planning process, but. What tends to happen when you have some of these family-based businesses is that if my business is worth $15 million, generally, the kids don't have the ability to write a check for $15 million and buy you out, right? So what tends to occur is that there's sort of this buyout phase over the next 5, 7, 10, 15 years. And um, it's, it's, it's just hard because the owner, or let's just say the family member that sold the business tends to stay engaged and involved in the business. It's hard for them to get away because, A, if they're getting a let's just say a buyout for 10 years of seven hundred thousand per year they feel an obligation that, that that they need to be engaged back in the business or to a certain mm-hmm. extent and what tends to occur there is the business let's just say in this particular situation all of a sudden you get faced with with the, the pandemic and your business goes from a 15 million dollar valuation to a four million dollar valuation well my payout of seven hundred thousand dollars per year over the next five six seven years is going to be it's going to be reduced right so it becomes a point of contention and um, it just has to be clearly outlined as to positives, negatives. Here are the circumstances, and that needs to be written and outlined in the business plan.
0: Any of these transactions, there are tax implications.
1: Yeah, and and the tax is is, is just a moving target. As as we all know, uh, personal taxes change, business taxes change, and you know we always emphasize to our clients: it's not about having a team. I think it's about having the right team in place, For the legal attorney perhaps was helping you structure certain things 10 15 years ago and your business is growing from 5 million to 100 million dollar valuation you want to make sure you have the right people in play to gonna to structure that part of it in a sale of a business right you have to start thinking from an estate planning point of view how to create trust or rev- revocable trust whether you're going to do some charitable planning things of that nature really play into the value as to what you're ultimately going to get out of this whole business so again start early with that and make sure you have the right team in place
0: I I just, every once in a while during an interview, the insights that come out later uh, compel me to go back to some basics. And what what I'd like to underscore here is the balance between the personal plan and the business plan. How can people, how do you advise them to manage, for example, the investments, how you invest the the money in your business and how you invest what you keep in your personal worth? they are different sets of goals. Number one, if you could talk about that a little bit. And also when the business opens, can you help them? Do you help them with, they may need to set up a 401k or an ESOP or any number of things. Can you address those two things uh, just a little bit again before we go? Because I'm, I'm looking at this as a man who's owned two businesses and saying, wow, I, I can learn from this. I was one of those people that failed.
1: Yeah, it, it it's... Uh it, it's never too late to, to plan around retirement. And, and now more than ever, well, the one thing that we have seen is that there are a lot less few deductions, if you will, with respect to running a business. Um, so what we've done and, and we sort of readjust our strategy every single year is we, we really take a step back. And, and when someone is looking to sell, right, we generally want to be engaged in a process three to five years. And we help them structure different various types of retirement plans to help maximize their overall contributions to certain things like 401k plans. And as much as a 401k plan is a piece of it, there are alternative cash balance sort of retirement plans defined benefit and and pension plans that can be structured to ultimately help them shelter hundreds of thousands of dollars prior to retirement. Uh, As older as they are, they could put away a lot more money in there. So again, it's it's doing those things that really will help you position yourself when that personal business plan ultimately takes over because that business plan eventually at one point of your life will become null and void, right? But it's the personal plan that's, that's going to drive the process. So we we always try to make sure we're positioning the client to have that comfortable retirement.
0: Wow. Uh, Thanks Roman. Very insightful. Any last things you want to leave us with clearly for me uh, putting together and merging those two plans and you shouldn't wait <laughs> till the last minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think that the key takeaway here, as we said, is this, you want to have something that's personal, a personal plan. You want to have a business plan. You want to make sure they communicate each other. They are in sync. You want to update that on a regular basis. Circumstances change, lifestyles change. And to us, it helps formulate the overall plan. Make sure you have the right team in place. That that's a critical piece of it as well. That'll help you at least structure it, the plan uh, accordingly. And, uh, you know, at the same time, have realistic expectations. Don't feel like if you think the business is worth 15 and, and you're going to get 14 for it, all of a sudden you're going to completely take a backseat and say, well, you know what? I need exactly 15. Um, I think there's some flexibility, give or take, that needs to be sort of within the overall plan.
0: Now, getting back to High Tower Westchester itself. Do you will you help people develop these plans? Will you work with them?
1: Yes, yeah. So we, we have a pretty, as I mentioned, pretty much of a turnkey process that we will help the individuals. I mean, when when we deal with somebody on a personal and on a business level, it's more of a streamlined process. I mean, we have the ability with the technology and things that we have within within our, our firm is to really bring it all together. And look at one snapshot, right? You want to have the assets and liabilities on a personal level, and you also want to have them on a business level as well. And when you have those two, four pieces together, if you will, it really streamlines that process. And look, I think ultimately it's about having that dialogue with your family, communicating it, everybody sitting down at the table and understanding as to where they want to go.
0: Roman, I can't thank you enough. Um, this information is so valuable. Folks, Roman Chosik is the managing director and partner at I-Tower Westchester. They're here in Harrison, uh, in Westchester County, of, of course. And some of the planning information, you may want to go back to some of our earlier podcasts as well, uh, where we deal with that. Roman, thank you very, very much. Thank really you. appreciate your time. Roman Chosick, everybody, from Tower Tower, Westchester, I'm Bob Marone. Thank you so very much for listening. We are Westchester Talk Radio, produced by Shark Creative and made possible by Anthrogee, Indian Point Energy Center. We'll see you next time.
2: Thank you. Hightower Westchester is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as a general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Hightower Westchester and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Hightower Westchester and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor before establishing a retirement plan.